Hello everyone, this is your host Mariah and welcome to the first episode of Am I Tripping Podcast and it's long overdue. So anyone who knows me knows that I've been talking about um, this podcast thing for months now, probably at least a year it seems like. And then over Christmas break, I got everything, air quotes, <laughs> everything together. That's just like as far as social media and stuff. But I have my topic picked out. Um, my topic was picked out and I was ready to go. You know, I had did my research for my first episode and it's way more research than I thought. You know, honestly, because you can't just be out here talking without any facts, without anything of substantial evidence to base the discussion off of, because that's just rambling. And I'm already rambling right now, but at least let me talk about something that's relative and that makes sense. Um, Anyways, so it did not happen. It's February. My first episode, I wanted it to come out in January. And it was going to be over human trafficking because January is Human Trafficking Awareness Month. And I was ready to jump on board because that's a serious issue that I feel needs to be addressed. And I dropped the ball. You know, I was thinking, well, maybe it's just not something that I wanted to do. Because even though I talk about it all the time, I slow down on my research. I didn't get the materials necessary to produce a good episode. You know, I was wanted to collaborate with people on different episodes because, you know, it's easier to have a discussion about serious topics when someone else can put their input as well. You know, it little it adds to the discourse. And I dropped the ball on that too. And I just got to thinking, well, maybe being a podcaster isn't something that I actually wanted to do. Maybe it was just all talk, you know, because I had school going on, my internship, work, and I'm like, "Mm, maybe it's just a little thing that I want to do over the summer. Nothing serious. I'm like, I was too tired. I wasn't very invested. It was just excuse after excuse after excuse. And then I had to take a step back and actually think hard about it. And I told myself, if I want to do something, I do it. You know, like, it takes me a while to actually get up and start doing stuff because I'm such a procrastinator and I'm lazy but when I want to do something it's gonna get done regardless of what I have going on so I felt like this project right here that there was something more to why I wasn't as enthusiastic about it as I previously was and so you know I did some little research trying to come up and see what was going on and y'all I'm tired. And that's what this podcast is going to be about today. I'm going to be talking about procrastination and mental exhaustion. Because at first I was like, 
oh, maybe I'm just lazy and I'm not interested. I'm not motivated. But then I was like, I had to take a step back because I was tripping because I am interested in doing this podcast. I am motivated. You know, I am lazy, but I get my work done. And so I knew something was wrong. Okay. So let me get my research here. According to healthline.com, there's an article over there um, talking about mental exhaustion. All my articles that I'm using, I will post the link. That way I'm citing the correct sources so nobody can sue me for plagiarism. Because I don't have any money. So I can't pay anything. Okay, so I digress. Um, Okay, so mental exhaustion is the product of long-term stress. And that can be a series of days, weeks, months, years. It's consecutive stress, you know. And not all stress is bad stress because stress is what gets our fight or flight going, you know. Stress, it's a reaction to stimuli, positive or negative. But the issue is long-term stress. When those corticos, with with those um, cortisol, when the cortisol levels are too high, for a prolonged period of time, it's going to have some detrimental effects on you mentally, physically, and emotionally. So you're probably wondering, as I was wondering, why do I feel so tired all the time? Why do I feel disinterested in things that I'm usually excited about? You know, you can tell when something is wrong with you. And people on the outside looking in, can tell when something's wrong with you as well. Like your boss may be saying, Oh, you're not as invested in your work as you usually are. Or you may be thinking about that yourself, you know. So that's just a sign of mental exhaustion. Basically being burnt out. That word gets thrown around a lot. Because you get burnt out from work, you get burnt out from um, school, you get burnt out from being around family and friends. And it's exhausting and it's tiring. Um, And it leads to fatigue. That's one of the physical symptoms. Chronic fatigue, body aches, and everyone knows I love to go to the chiropractor. Like once, maybe twice a week, I'll go to the chiropractor and I'll get adjusted. I'm like, yeah, my back hurt, my neck hurt, my knees hurt, all my joints hurt every time. And it never gets better. But maybe it's because I'm tired mentally. That could be a reason. And headaches, that's another symptom of mental exhaustion. And I have battled headaches for hmm, maybe 15 years at this point. You know, Um, for those who are listening, that puts me at like 10 years old when I used to have chronic migraines. And it's stress. Everything is stress related. Um, Emotionally, you're going to feel hopelessness, um, pessimistic about your future, about your situation, because that's how I felt about this podcast. 
and quite frankly about everything I do. It's just a negative outlook on things because of the way I'm feeling. Um, and I've already discussed the lack of motivation, the decline in productivity. There are all these things that are perceived as laziness when it could be something more than that. You mean? I mean, obviously there are people who are lazy, but that's not everyone. Um, some behavioral symptoms are poor performance at work. Ding, 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 this girl right here. I can't get nowhere on time. Nowhere. As everyone has told me, I'm probably going to be late to my own funeral because I just can't get there on time. And it's not that I want to be late. I have, it's, it's my brain. My brain's tired. <laughs> and I just don't have to get up and go. But I'm working on it. I promise. Um, and the inability to keep commitments. Um, I'm one of those people who spend 28 hours, <laughs> nine days a week on Twitter. And Twitter is the best social media platform out there. I believe so, because it's full of opinions, but there's a collective agreement on commitments, and it's like, if you say you're going to hang out with somebody, and you cancel, you're a terrible person, you shouldn't be canceling on your friends, and da-da-da-da-da, scratch that, make time for yourself, you know, like, period, give them a heads up. But it's okay to cancel commitments. The world's not going to end. Okay? Like, true friends will understand what's going on. Um, so that's going to lead us into how to deal with mental exhaustion. First of all, you can um, remove the stressor, as this article says. But if your stressor are your financial situations or you're dissatisfied with your job that's not something that can be removed immediately so we're gonna have to figure out what to do in the meantime until you're able to transition um to financial stability or you can transition into another occupation so psychology today says Spot small opportunities to rest your mind. That's the first step into uh, battling mental exhaustion. Basically, just take time to breathe. Take a restroom break. That's what I do. If I'm too stressed out, just go to the restroom and breathe. Take a breather. Just kind of like calm down. Go for a walk. Um... The second one is my favorite one. Reduce excess sensory input, um, which basically means turn off the lights. If, you know, sit in a dark room, turn off the lights, um, limit your noise, anything that's going to overwork your senses, limit it. If someone's talking to you too much, just cut them off. Sorry. Sensory overload. And walk away. Yeah. Just walk away. Sensory overload. That's a one way to 
that's going to lead to mental exhaustion. Um, the third one is give yourself time to relax. It doesn't matter if it's Saturday. If you say you're going to take a break, but your break is I'm going to do I'm going to do my work at home instead of at the office. That's not a break. And if you decide to not do any work at all, but you spend that time feeling guilty about not working, that's also not a break because that anxiety is raising your fight or flight senses. That anxiety is going to increase your stress response. And you're not relaxing at all. You're just making things worse, honestly. Um, The fourth one is stop being unrealistic about how much you can get done. Basically, there's always something to do. And there will always be something to do. And you just have to accept that you can't get everything done. And that's okay. That's okay. But the important thing is to get the tasks completed that produce the highest reward because that's going to make you feel better and that leads to number five number five out of five prioritize those types of investments you know you don't want to spend all your time doing something that you're not going to get gratification from that you're not going to get satisfaction from because it's even though it needs to be done, there's something else that's there's another task that can be completed to make all these other tasks easier. If that makes any sense, that may not make any sense. Um, so we're gonna move on to procrastination. And that's the second component of this podcast, procrastination. Um, I'm the queen of procrastination. Um, Procrastination is unnecessarily postponing decisions and actions. Like, for instance, ooh, I need to do laundry today. And then not doing it. Why are you not doing it? Did something come up? (laughs) Did you forget? You know, that's what procrastination is. Like, it's it's an unnecessary barrier to task completion. Um, and it usually occurs when you're afraid of failing at the task. That needs to be completed. For instance, me and this podcast. I was afraid of failing. So it took me six weeks after my original start date to actually get started. But here I am. And it's a little rough, but it's fine. Um, another factor of podcast of not podcasting. Another factor of procrastination um, are actual barriers, which is um, mental exhaustion. You know what we just talked about—that chronic fatigue, that loss of interest, that lack of motivation the high stress levels, all of that, the anxiety, the depression, all of that which makes up mental exhaustion makes it hard to want to do things that you're normally invested in. Um, 
And then, you know, to combat procrastination, you just got to figure out why you're procrastinating. Figure out why you're procrastinating, how you're procrastinating. Procrastination is hindering um, you from achieving your goals. And then create a plan. For example, I procrastinate because I have a fear of failure. That's my that's my why. My how is how is it hindering? I'm not getting anything done. Period. Not getting anything done. Um, and my plan is to haven't made it that far yet. I'm just gonna make myself do it. I haven't made it that far yet. Um, but my plan is to just do it. Cut out the hesitation. Which there's a very good pod not podcast there's a very good TED talk um about hesitation and hesitation is an issue because it gives you time to not complete a task you know if you're on the fence about doing something and you hesitate for too long you're not gonna do it so my um so for me My plan is to cut out all the hesitation. If I'm going to go for something, I'm going to go at it full force. Um, Yeah, so my that's my first podcast. Um, I hope you guys enjoy. There's another one coming out soon. Mm, Let me know what you think. Bye.